And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Hi, everybody. Doc Manson at Doc Manson here. Uh, you know, we're not going to have exactly a regular episode of DDT Wrestling this week. Uh, DC Matthews has uh, left uh, the mainland. He has gone to the island uh, for the weekend, and we were not able to record ahead of time. So it's just me here sitting in front of a microphone. I thought that instead of having another week go by, uh, we've got a bit of a backlog of emails that are starting to pile up. So I thought at the very least I would start going through some of those older emails. And, hey, you know, maybe we'll just go straight through with all the emails that are currently sitting in the hopper. Just so, again, they don't get so out of date and we can just go ahead. Hopefully there's nothing in here uh, that's too DC specific and i'll be able to address if there's something real you know i'll, I'll put it aside and and maybe we'll go but I, i'm not going to read ahead as usual so so uh we'll see <clears throat> so uh this this first message has no subject <clears throat> oh and the email address is podcast at ddtwrestling.com should you want to have your thoughts questions read on the air all right so tony blazer no subject line I, this might be a a new email I don't remember the name. Uh, good morning. Am Tony Blazer. I got your information online. Will like to order for cupcake. And are you the owner of the business or do you accept credit card as form of payment? I, uh, you know, we have these uh, in, in this Gmail account. I think I think we've mentioned before. There's these little you know, buttons at the bottom now with these automatic replies uh, I'm just going to go ahead and I've never used them before, but I'm going to click on the no, we do not button. And I'm just I'm going to go ahead and hit send on that and we will see what happens. I'm going to try to have a whole conversation with Tony Blazer just through these automatic replies. We'll see what happens. OK, um, this this next one comes in uh, from our good bestie, Danielle. The subject line is Uno. Hey guys, so it's raining, and since we aren't going swimming today, I brought my WWF Uno cards and have had a blast, and just wanted to email you guys a picture from the game, but we'll have to use Twitter for it so everyone can see it. So, did you hear that Uno is using social media to clarify games? It's kind of cool and nerve-wracking. Question, when was the last time you played Uno? Cheers! Danielle. Ah, sorry, just got a little bit of coffee here that I'm sipping on. Uh, I think I, I think I mentioned this on a relatively recent episode of DDT Wrestling. I don't think I have ever played Uno, whether physical or uh, there's video game versions. I Doc Manson has never played Uno. Um, and so when you I'm sure DC could explain this to me, but when you say that Uno is using social media to clarify games, what does that mean? Does that mean like people are taking photos? Like, is this like a word check in Scrabble? Hold on, I'm gonna go to twitter.com forward slash. I'm just gonna try forward slash Uno and see what happens. Okay, this is this is not the official Uno account. Uh, hmm. 
I encourage you all to to check out uh, twitter.com slash uno. Guy's got a great beard. Okay, so let me just go to the search bar. Uno, Uno. Real Uno game is what we're looking for. Um, see, draw when you play the draw five card, the next player draws five and misses their turn. So this just looks like a tip. Um, wild for these Uno nails, throwing the cards. Where are they clarifying? Let's see. Uno and Toy Story go to that's advertising. Toy Story. Da, 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 ba, 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 ba. Don't be fooled by his cuteness. Tahuna sees pup Miles is ready to take a bite out of the competition. And, and then there's this cute picture of a pooch. Um, you know, a little bit wavy uh ears. I like that. And and there's somebody reaching around the dog. It almost it almost looks like this pooch is playing a hand of Uno cards. I don't know what that means, of course, uh, but it is adorable. So, uh, Danielle, I have no idea what you're talking about. The Uno uh, Twitter account does not seem to immediately tell me uh, what, what this is about. And oh, oh, my June 6th. Who are you going to call to play Uno at Ghostbusters 35th edition with Ghostbusters 35 exclusively at GameStop. There's a link, people. We're redirecting through Price Spider. Uh, GameStop $5.99 to buy the Uno Ghostbusters 35th anniversary card game. You know, I've never played Uno before. But if I was ever going to get into Uno, you know my weakness for Ghostbusters. All right, th this this is clearly a decision that needs to happen at a later time. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to bookmark this right now. It's in my browser bookmarked and we're going to look at that again later. OK, so, uh, yeah, never played Uno, Danielle. Cheers for that. And um, once again, Danielle, I, I don't know what's going on. This has happened to you a few times now. We received your email twice, once at DDT Wrestling at Gmail.com. And the other one also at DDT Wrestling at Gmail. I don't know what's going on, but for some reason, we are getting duplicates. <laughs> Anyways, Brandon Banks. This email isn't spam. It's just about spam. Even though I ate it as a kid, not really by choice, I ate spam raw right out of the can on sandwiches. The taste is fine. But the texture is quite gross. Now, fried up in a pan, it makes for a pretty decent breakfast meal. Throw that with a fried egg on some toast, and it's pretty good, though I only eat that about once a year. The fried up spam is also very salty, to the point where it can be a little overwhelming. There is a, a deli meat called Spiced Ham. It, it's basically the same meat product as spam, just a, a, a super processed pork product that is in low form uh like bologna bologna it's edible i suppose if you make a sandwich out of it but also use either cold cuts such as salami pepperoni etc since you guys mentioned another taste test this time with spam i thought of a great idea every time you have a taste test you choose two of the besties to participate in the test on that segment those two individuals can be referred to as the testes. Clever. Clever work, Brandon. 
Keep up the work. Sent from my iPhone while I poop. A man of class, I see. Um, uh, oh, okay. So, one, I love the testes idea. You know, I have no problem referring to, to all of our listeners as testes. Uh, but I guess my question is, how would this work? Would we nominate them to, to participate in the taste test? And obviously they would have to go out, purchase the food, come home, taste it. And then would they send us in some audio that we could splice into the episode? I, this actually sounds like fun. I, um, maybe we need to do like a big, a big event, a big DDT testes uh, event. You know, where we can really put all the testes out there for everyone to see on, on the podcast feed. I think that could be fun. Um, and I, I, I actually I need to look up this spiced ham product because I'm is it like Capicol or is because when I think of spicy ham, you know, ham with a bit of flavor to it, that's what I think Capicol is Capicol spiced ham or is this just like ham with with spices on it? Um, Hormel spiced ham with natural juices. Spiced luncheon meat, uh, flavorful, high-quality deli product at an economical price. The firm texture provides appealing, thin, whole slices. The product is cooked in the bag and must be held refrigerated. Made from select, select, only the highest select, fresh pork for a high quality product with a firm texture and a bind for optimum slicing nutritional information doesn't really tell me what it tastes like does it Hmm. oh i love this the ingredients chopped ham water salt sugar sodium ethyrobate spice and sodium nitrate spice is very descriptive that tells me exactly what i'm going to be putting into my mouth i love it i love it um, all right. And nutritional information again, uh, sodium single serving 690 milligrams. Nobody should eat this ever. All right. Um, all right. Backing it up. This next email comes in from Mitchell Monroe. Fighter Fest is the subject line. So perhaps I'm slotting in as the A-E-Dub guy when it comes to email, but if that ends up being the case, so be it. I just found it interesting that after the backlash over Double or Nothing costing 50 bucks, their next event, Fighter Fest, is free. Part of me is inclined to think that this was reactionary, but... The more I thought about it, I feel like this was the plan from the beginning. I feel like they thought more people would pay for double or nothing, which to be fair, while final counts are still coming in, it's projected to be only the third wrestling company to break 100,000 pay-per-view buys, though the price did keep me from watching. But they knew that Fighter Fest would not come with nearly the pomp and circumstance that Double and Nothing did. With lukewarm matchups like Moxley vs. Janela, Rhodes vs. Darby Allen, and Page vs. MJF vs. Jimmy Havoc vs. Jungle Boy, it seems like Fighter Fest is simply exhibition and an opportunity to mix up new guys with people you know, so that hopefully you'll come to like the new guys as well. I fully expect All Out to still have a price tag, potentially still even $50. Those are just my thoughts, though. What do you all think about the price dropping $50 between event one and two? Um, 
I, personally, I think you're right. I, 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 well, okay. I don't know that this is reactionary, but I'd like to believe that this is the plan, right? And in my head, this is just, you know, completely making this up. But it's actually rather intriguing to me if they have a weekly television show, right? And if they periodically do these pumped up, essentially house shows, right? We've always talked about how we wish WWE would air their house shows on the network. And with exceptions, few exceptions, they don't. Um, You know, I think it would be interesting if they did periodically like this fighter fest had, you know, these would be bigger style events, maybe once a month, pay-per-view equivalents to some extent, right? That were free. And then, you know, maybe their big four um, equivalent, all in, uh, all out, double or nothing, whatever they're going to be called. You know, maybe those are the ones that are $50. That's to me is a little bit intriguing. Um, I know we talked about them only maybe having four pay-per-views a year. And I said $50 is a bit much for that. But if they do have weekly television, if they are giving product away for free periodically like this, somehow that does make me more inclined to want to spend the 50 bucks. Um, I, I don't know. It's an interesting prospect, and it definitely has an effect on my interpretation of the brand and in a positive way. So don't know. It's all speculation, but potentially this is interesting to me. I'd like to see how it develops. Thank you, Mitchell. Glenn Abbott. It's time to draft. Let's get ready to draft. Good evening, guys, with the DDT draft coming up. I was wondering if you did a draft of the top five famous people that influenced you when you were young. Who would they be and why? Thanks, as always, with punctuation. Glenn. Okay. Maybe I need to tweet the Uno account to clarify this. Are you saying the top five people who influenced me when I was like real young and like they influenced me at the times? So these are people that I were I was a fan of at the time. Or are these people who looking back on it were influential? Maybe not super young, but younger. You know what I mean? Um, certainly, if you start talking about famous people that influenced me. When I was very young, uh, we're talking, jeez, uh, we're talking Jim Carrey, we're talking Hulk Hogan, we're talking any celebrity that I imitated as a child. I mean, we're talking, you know, uh, um, oh, geez, Steve Martin, like circa three amigos with Chevy Chase and, and Martin Short. We're talking again, like like Fire Marshal Bill in Living Color, Jim Carrey. We're talking Hulk Hogan. We're talking. Oh, man, we're talking. Jeez, uh, I don't know. Two more. I, mm, those are the ones that come to mind. If we're talking a little older, you know, I think um, I got this is. So lame, right? To be a teenager uh, and into like I was into, you know, music. I was into punk music and things like that. But uh, also I got way into like folk singer rock and that sort of stuff. Like I was way, way into Harry Chapin and, uh, you know, a lot of his more philosophical stuff, I think, has really shaped me. And I still remember to the heck uh, a, a quote from. Harry Chapin uh, uh, was what I used in my high school yearbook 
Oh, if a man tried uh, to take his time on earth and prove before he died what one man's life could be worth, I wonder what would happen to this world. Uh, I don't know. I've just that comes from uh, the Cotton Patch Gospel uh, musical that he wrote the lyrics and music for. Um, it's not a very popular show. Never really went anywhere. But that particular lyric, that particular song that it comes from, always really stuck with me. So. I mean, I, I think that really it's a way I've tried to live my life, I would say. So I, that definitely influenced me. I, I don't know if I can come up with any more real good, serious ones, though. Um, I'll have to think about that, Glenn. But at any rate, thanks for writing in. And maybe maybe DC will have some later. We've got one from Simplecast, which says our episode is ready. We've got an email from Ross Foreman. Telling me that, let's see, um, the Deaners discuss their arrival and goals in Impact Wrestling on the Press Pass podcast. The Deaners. Who the hell are Cody and Jake Deaner? A dial-in number. This is happening. Oh, it happened. It's Thursday, June 20th, starting at 2 p.m. Eastern. I might have called in. My first ever call-in. We could have done it live on the air, but it, it, it has passed. So so I'm sorry, Ross Foreman. We were not able uh, to participate. Moving on. Uh, custom wrestling store. Wrestling belts maker. Dear sir, we are maker of custom championship belts. We are interested in selling our products to you. Looking forward to hearing from you soon. Regards, Adam Eve. Okay, I have questions. First, there's a period in their subject line, as well as a period after their greeting in this letter. The third sentence has no capitalization or personal noun. There is a period after the regards, and Adam Eve is presented as though this is a single person. Is Adam, I mean, Adam Eve, Adam and Eve is, is a online adult uh, um, uh, intimacy uh, facilitating website, let's say. Um, I wonder if if this is code. Is it, could this wrestling belts, these custom championship belts? Maybe this is code uh, for something. I don't. I, I could speculate more, but I'm afraid of alienating the audience. So I guess we'll move on. Adam Eve, look it up, folks. <clears throat> okay, so we're starting to get into emails now. Uh, from today, but you know, uh, DC's not here, so I'm full steam ahead. We're gonna get a full mailbag out of me tonight. So, uh, this next one also comes from Glenn. Uh, welcome back, guys. Uh, welcome back, Doc. I believe you mean, uh, the ultimate breakfast. Discuss. Thanks, Glenn. Uh, the ultimate breakfast is not breakfast, it's brunch because you get breakfast and lunch in one meal. Boom. Beat the system. And the other thing about brunch is, if you go to brunch, I don't know if it's like this in the UK, guys, but in the States, you know, a lot of restaurants will do brunch, and it's this usually this, this uh, you know, all-you-can-eat buffet-style presentation. And that's a lot of fun. And the thing that's most fun about it is you can go, depending on where you go. You know, it might depend on what they have, but there's one place I'm thinking of that me and Mrs. Manson tend to frequent. You can get a fresh made omelet, any sort of toppings. And also I'll get one of those, you know, cheese and ham and and uh, spinach and tomatoes and, and mushrooms and, and whatever. So you can have a fresh made omelet. You can you can go over, you can get yourself some bacon and some sausage. Uh, they typically have some home fries. 
They typically will have like a waffle station where they're pumping out fresh made Belgian waffles. And I like to put some fresh strawberries on there, as well as maybe a little bit of whipped cream to give that that sweet, you know, to go with the savory. Uh, uh, sometimes they'll have like the, this this French toast um, casserole kind of, you know. And, and so, like, I mean, I will have a little bit of everything. We're talking eggs. We're talking French toast. We're talking you know, those waffles. <gasps> That's what I want out of breakfast, plus the meat, the sausage, the bacon. Oh, delicious. And then, folks, the best part is once you're done with breakfast, once you're done being a pig, then you get lunch. They've got roast beef and prime rib and a salad bar. And one time I went, they had barbecue chicken wings. Again, several meals in one. Uh, and, and then there's there's a whole dessert bar. They have moose cups and cheesecake and gummy bears and, and malt balls. And, oh, I tell you, brunch, brunch is where it's at. <clears throat> uh, thank you, Glenn. As always, this next email comes from Danielle, and uh, just to, we did not receive this one in duplicate. This one we only got one of. Hello, I was going to email you guys yesterday on my birthday. Happy birthday! And while that date was missed, it's still my birthday week. Happy birthday week! Woo! So last week, my Lenovo Chromebook charger broke, and Best Buy stopped carrying my 2016 charger. Even my Chromebook is starting to glitch, and I'm still working through my Mac to clean it up. Both of these laptops are fully charged. Mac charger still works, and I use them sparingly. For now, I'm using my iPad to do most of my online work, which brings me to my first question for this week. I will most likely be buying a new laptop in August before resuming school. Uh, do you guys, okay, so this is a better question for Doc, have any brand suggestions? I'm going to stay away from Chromebooks because it was okay to use at home, but I couldn't use it well for school or streaming the WWE network. I may or may not buy a refurbished Mac, but I've considered a Dell. And I'm also using those college student deals to save some extra dough. I'm officially a junior at OU. And so we are approaching the larger writing projects and senior year capstone class in a couple of years. So we'll pause there for a second. And I actually think you're off to a good start there. Uh, if you're going to get a Windows laptop, Dell is an excellent brand. Um, their XPS line, XPS 13 laptop, the newer one there, it's a little pricey. You're not going to spend less than a grand on it, um, but they're very well regarded. Excellent battery life, excellent, excellent screens. The 13 inch one in particular is extremely portable. Um, so that's that would be a, a laptop that I looked at very seriously before I made my own recent laptop purchase. Uh, I ultimately went with a, a MacBook Pro 13 inch. Uh, because I've never really used a Mac uh, as a primary machine. There's a few different pieces of software out there that I was finding that were only available for Mac uh, as I was sort of, you know, looking at and, and maybe thinking about my, my next podcast project, uh, the Horrid podcast, which, by the way, I continue to work on. So I decided to get a Mac so I would have access to the whole wide world uh, of software. My desktop, of course, being a Windows uh computer and now my laptop being mac so i, I honestly i i've really i really do like the mac um it's limited in some ways as someone who is i would call myself a, a power user when it comes to windows so there were deaths there's definitely a learning curve with the mac but it sounds like you're familiar with macs so maybe you'd consider that i will say i think it's it's very well built 
A lot of people complain about those new uh, butterfly style keyboards. And obviously, I mean, it sounds like some people have had them fail on them. So, I mean, that's one thing, I suppose, if your keyboard actually fails. But it's definitely a shallower typing experience that some people don't like. But I got to say, I find it very comfortable. I like it quite a bit. I, my, my old laptop was uh, made by Vizio. They didn't make laptops for very long, but it was a very affordable price at a time when that was what was important to me. Um, and that keyboard was terrible. It was abysmal. It constantly double typed letters. Uh, it, it was terrible. I wrote my entire thesis on that thing, and that was a nightmare. Um, but anyways, the Mac, excellent build quality, pretty good battery life. I, I, sorts, I got the Pro because, again, I was thinking about doing some harder recording work on there, maybe doing some podcast editing on there. So I opted for the more powerful processor in the pro, but I will say, I feel like the battery life is a little shorter than I would like. Um, so I somewhat partly, I, I, I do sort of wish maybe I had opted for the MacBook air. Um, cause I definitely think that that has the lower voltage processor, less powerful, not as, you know, uh, well suited for, editing podcasts and things like that, but um, plenty of power for browsing the internet, streaming video, uh, um, writing, certainly office applications, as it sounds like will be important to you in the coming uh, scholastic years. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Mac, I think is an excellent choice, and I think Dell is an excellent choice as well. Um, if you're looking to go on the less expensive side of things, though, um, I will say that Asus, A-S-U-S, it's a smaller company, um, and, but I, most of their laptops, I should say it used to be a smaller company. At this point, they make phones, they make everything. I think their laptops probably right at Best Buy, but um, Asus makes excellent products, and their laptops are actually very good values. For about $700, $800, you can get a very excellent laptop. Um, the only downside to it is, I think, you know, the build quality maybe is not quite uh, what you would get from the Dell. But I honestly, uh, we ended up getting one as a replacement laptop for Mrs. Manson's old uh, laptop. And I, I've actually been very impressed with that. Um, if I had gotten a Windows laptop, I might have gotten one of those for myself as well. They make the Vivo book, which is their more um, budget conscious line, as well as the Zen book, which tends to be a little more expensive with better quality parts. Look on Amazon, though. Again, you can find Zen books depending on the size you're looking for 13 inch. 14 inch, 15 inch. And again, uh, you can find some of them pretty good price, $800 or so, some, some maybe even less. But uh, yeah, check those out. Those are my recommendations. Uh, continuing with Danielle's email. My second question is about birthdays. Do you prefer focusing on celebrating your birthday on your birthday during the birthday week, month or year? And do you shop less or more during your birthday month than in the past? I still shop the most in June to use all my discounts, but not as much as I used to. Well, I'll stop again. I guess I just prefer to celebrate on the birthday and that's it. And at this point, honestly, I'm getting old enough where I sort of feel like it's just another day. And to some extent, I'd rather not celebrate it at all. But, you know, get me a steak. Um, we'll do a, a gift exchange. And, and I think that's good. I will say I don't really change my shopping habits anymore. Um, it's part of, you know, having... A certain degree of disposable income. Don't get me wrong. We, I don't have a ton, but for the most part, you know, we own a house, we have a dog, we have jobs. Um, when we need something, we buy it. And it, it makes it, I think, more difficult to buy gifts for you or for, for, for someone else who's in that situation. You know, you don't, you tend not to hesitate to think, um, to get the things that you need or 
want, I suppose. So, um, I don't really, yeah, so the shopping, it, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess, I don't know, I guess not. Uh, continuing. Oh, and with Uno, the kids enjoy the WWF cards, and on Tuesday we played Uno until someone won. That took six kids two hours. That allowed me to teach some important skills with how to handle emotions during game time, which some of the kids struggle with. You know, in, in your last email, I said I never played Uno. Maybe I should have played more Uno, played more games. Maybe I, I would have been a more emotionally stable person uh, for a longer period of my life. Maybe that would have maybe that's where Doc Manson went wrong early on. All right. Uh, I also plan on going to a local winery on Saturday for my birthday party. The group started out with 15, then 12, then six. And within a week, it's now down to me and two friends. Hopefully the car sharing is figured out because I want to take my friends to a winery. OK, this was pretty lengthy enough email today. Enjoy the first official day of summer tomorrow. Uh, cheers at Danielle Sully 19. Thank you, Danielle. Thank you, as always. I hope you do get to go to the winery. I went to a winery, uh, a vineyard even, when I was on vacation just this last week when we missed DDT Wrestling. We went to a vineyard. It was quite good. We did the full tasting. Highly recommended. It was also a distillery. So in addition to the wine, they also uh, had a separate area where they were distilling rum and gin. And they had a, a, a gin. I didn't get to try it that they were cutting uh, with a rosé wine. It sounded very interesting to me. Um, but, you know, something for the future if I ever go back. <clears throat> and this last one comes in from Forrest. Hello, DC and Doc. Hope your education vacation is getting off on the right foot. Meant to email this three weeks ago, but an awesome corporate visit happened. Anywho, mayonnaise cake is the best cake. I make it for my staff every once in a while. Once you get past the name, there's no going back. Ice cream cake is close second, though. Yeah, mayonnaise cake sounds... Sounds disgusting. But at the same time, I could see mayonnaise, if it actually is mayonnaise in the cake, I could see that being used to make uh, uh, the cake itself quite moist. Let me look this up. A, a mayonnaise cake, chocolate mayonnaise cake. That's the first one from Hellman's. I mean, it's Hellman's right right away. There's got to be actual mayonnaise in there. OK, let's see here. Well, I'm, let's go back. Let's back it up. Let's back it up. Let's go to taste of home. There's got to be comments. I want to find some comments. And this chocolate, yeah, one cup of mayonnaise in this cake. All right, let's go down, scroll down, scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. Where, where are the comments? A oh, brandy, brandy, first content, brandy with an I, May 15th. This is the best and easiest cake ever. Make with either quarter cup cocoa or allspice. Make for guys at work, roughly 40 mechanics, forever asking for more mayonnaise cake. I'm so glad I decided to try it. Thank you. That was a five-star review from Brandy. Uh, the next one, though, was a two-star review from Rockland. Put everything together as directed, but the end result is too much baking soda. I can taste it over and above the chocolate and even the mayo. I had misgivings about the amount, two teaspoons. Even read that some doubled the recipe to four teaspoons. Those crazy people. I would change the recipe. Less soda, maybe less water. I don't know. But I've made a choco mayo cake before. And this is a very different taste and texture. I'm giving two stars instead of one because I think it has potential if some changes are made. So we're going to average those uh, two scores to a three and a half stars, three and a half stars mayonnaise cake. That doesn't sound like the best cake to me. Uh, so I think ice cream cake still wins. Continuing, having watched much wrestling other than Cl oh, uh, Mrs. Manson before we go on. Mrs. Manson, uh, uh, please, please make me a mayonnaise cake. Yep, that's a thing that we're going to put in our mouths. 
All right, continuing. I uh, haven't watched much wrestling other than clips. Very interested to see how Bray Wyatt will translate into the squared circle. Best thing in WWE right now other than NXT. So, also, when is the Horde podcast dropping? Best of you and yours, Bosk, set for my iPhone. Oh, thank you. I am interested to see how uh, uh, Bray Wyatt translates. I am curious, very curious, because I'm not sure that it's going to translate well. But we'll see. We'll see. As for Horrid, um, you know, it's I'm still working on it. I'm getting much closer to finishing episode two. And, you know, my goal is I really wanted to have like five episodes in the hopper before I released. But maybe I will release sooner. Um, I don't know. It's going to be like I think I said, more like um, more like the timetable of uh, um, hardcore history, you know, where whenever he's got one ready to drop, it goes. I don't think it's going to be the sort of thing. I can commit to a weekly or bi-weekly uh, release schedule, but I would like to have, I think, at least three or four ready to drop all at once, though. It's just it's better for getting exposure on iTunes. Um, I, and I, I definitely already have topics picked out for the third episode and probably the fourth episode as well. And I do think that um, the future episodes, as I start working with material that I am more familiar with, that I will the writing will become easier and quicker because I'll be doing less research. Um, these first two episodes, quite a bit of research going into them. They're not very long, of course. I think they'll probably end up being 15, 20 minute episodes. Um, but I'm definitely hoping to have them drop this summer. Maybe, I mean, certainly no later than October of the Halloween season, but I'm hoping maybe, maybe even sooner. So we will see how much progress I can make in short order. I've recently sort of redoubled down after not spending much time writing the last week. I got a good deal of stuff done yesterday. Uh, so Looking forward to that actually coming. I'll keep you posted, Bosk. I will keep you posted. So if you have an email, if you have thoughts that you would like to share with the world, you can do so by sending a message to email at, no, I'm sorry, to podcast at tdtwrestling.com. Okay. So, uh, folks, ladies and gentlemen, Doc Manson here. Uh, Doc Manson just about ready to sign off. Uh, This was your mailbag episode. I I got through them all. I'm feeling very proud of myself. Nothing that I was too stumped by. I'm sorry if you're disappointed that DC was not able to to uh, give his comments. But perhaps, you know, I think I think the ultimate breakfast is certainly one that I think he'll want to get back to. Um, So we'll keep that in mind. Um, And in the meantime, You know, uh, as we're wrapping up the show here, I guess uh, I'm planning on playing the DDT wrestling music at the front of this thing. So I feel like I should probably end uh, with a piece of positivity. And, you know, um, I had a great time on vacation, Uh, spent some time with my my wife. That was good. We, We found some good new restaurants, took a little extra time off from work, went to the movies, saw John Wick 3, which I enjoyed. Um, I've been starting to work back through The Office again. I really like that show, and uh, that's been very enjoyable. So all good things keeping me happy uh, this past week. Uh, Okay, so if you'd like to have your thoughts right on the air, you can do so by sending an email to podcast at ddtwrestling.com. If you enjoyed this episode, you can listen to all of our back catalog by going to your podcast repository of choice. 
or to ddtpod.com. In terms of those repositories, though, you can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or even Spotify. Uh, And finally, if you like what you've heard, and how could you? Head on over to patreon.com forward slash DDT wrestling to send just a little bit of financial support towards DC and Doc to help us keep the lights on and the podcast train a chugging. Until we meet again, my friends, won't you be my bestie? Doc Nansen, signing off.